life is just easy down here. The accessibility to medical care, the overall inexpensiveness of it all, extracurricular activities, nature, schooling. I mean, it's all just so well-rounded down here when you're raising your kids. Welcome to Real Estate in Paradise with Coldwell Banker La Costa, your experts in buying and selling real estate in the Mexican paradise of Puerto Vallarta. Hi guys, welcome back to Real Estate in Paradise with Jesse and Chelsea. Today we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic that I think would interest a lot of parents thinking of maybe they're not liking their hometown when they want to move abroad. So today we're going to be talking about raising children in a different country, in a different culture, and... Specifically in Puerto Vallarta. So I guess we'll start by just sharing a little bit about our story. Background a little bit. Yeah, a little context. So I'm from New York. I moved down here in 2019, met my husband, and we now have a daughter. Not going to lie, I was maybe a little nervous about having a child abroad. How was the birthing process going to be? You know, what was it going to look like? And based off a recommendation from my husband's niece, we found who I think is the best gynecologist in Puerto Vallarta, Dr. Flores. Shout out. (laughs) He's so good. And, you know, just went to my monthly appointments when I got pregnant. Um, And he was with me from the beginning till the end. And I think per visit every month, I paid him $30, which is 600 pesos. So the equivalent of 30 US dollars, which I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah, it usually ranges between anywhere like 600 to 800 pesos. I know there were sometimes my actual gynecologist during my pregnancy, there'd be times when I'm going in so much and I had so many questions, I'd be like, don't worry, you don't have to pay this one. Like, they're very accessible, for sure. I mean, I didn't have any appointments scheduled when I went back to New York to visit my family, but I can imagine that the price for a gynecologist appointment to check up on, on your baby is just way more than $30, let's just say. Yeah. So then when it came time for for her birth, when she was on, on her way out, um, I did a natural birth and we went to CMQ Hospital right here in, in the Romantic Zone in Puerto Vallarta. The staff was incredible. I felt very at home. I think at home is you can feel in a hospital. And the whole birthing process here came to about $1,000, including the hospital stay, the doctor, um, everything. So, I mean, $1,000 to have your baby, and that's without insurance, right? Yes. That's no insurance. That, to me, was a total eye-opener to just how incredible the medical care system is in Mexico and especially in Puerto Vallarta and how accessible it is price-wise. Yeah, I feel like Mexico has doesn't have the best rep for medical care, but actually living here and experiencing it, I definitely think there is a way higher level of medical care and assistance and the way they attend you and the way they're available all the time. I mean, there's sometimes I've talked to a doctor and it's one in the morning and they're answering me. They're like, come to emergencies. I'll help you this and that. Yeah. I mean, you don't get that anywhere else. No, you do not get that. To have the doctor's actual personal number and be able to be like, hey, I need help with this. And they're there to help you. There's nowhere else like that. Definitely wouldn't happen in New York. (laughs) No, for sure. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my birthing background. Um, So I'm from right outside of Vancouver, Canada. And I 
six years ago, I had my first son. And three years ago, I had my daughter. So I've had two different experiences. So with my son, he was born about 45 minutes away from here in a small, I guess you could call it like beach town. Yeah. So obviously there's not big hospitals. And so I basically gave birth at a one of the nicer clinics in the area. And my birth came to about... 12,000 pesos with anesthesia. 12,000 pesos? $600? Yeah. Yeah. What? And it was a natural birth. And it was seven hours. I stayed there two days with my son. Um, There was no real extra costs. It was pretty much in and out once I recovered. Um, My actual whole family got to be in the birth since it was a little clinic and there wasn't like this whole people running around or anything. My dad was there. My mom was there. My brother, um, Adriel, my son's dad, the grandmas, grandpas, like everybody was able to come in and out and be a part of whatever part they wanted to be a part of. So that was really cool and really inexpensive. Wow. Now for my daughter... That was three years ago, and I gave birth in one of the, I, it's called Hospiten, which oh, is yeah, in the marina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had just gotten insurance. It didn't cover my birth yet because I believe there's a period of time until it's able to cover. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember exactly what it is, but my birth with my daughter was a lot more complicated, and there was a lot more procedures that needed to be done, even though it was a natural birth. So it did come to about 30,000 pesos. But still, that's $1,500. I mean, it's not not too much at all. So yeah, definitely it's very inexpensive to give birth. Like I've seen TikToks on online and there's people like, do you want to know how much it costs to give birth in a certain state in the States? And they're like these humongous numbers where I'm like, okay, thank God I live in Mexico. I know, thank God I live in Puerto Vallarta, jeez. No, it's crazy. And I think too, like whole birthing experience for me was awesome. And it was very, yeah, it was like super inexpensive and and all of that. But I think even now as I'm taking her to pediatrician appointments and all of that, yeah. I'm seeing that it's just as inexpensive to give her the medical care that she needs. To take her for a checkup, it's about $40. Like each time I need to. And that's sometimes even less, right? And it depends on which doctor you're going to. And you almost create a relationship here with your doctors. Yeah. I remember my mom, I was telling you the other day, I was like, I love my pediatrician here. Like I needed uh, a certain form that I need from the pediatrician for the school. And right away she sent it to me, no questions asked. She's asking me how the kids are, like how's Amaya, blah, 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 and this and that. And I was like, we never had that in Canada. It was, you've got to make an appointment in and out an hour and buy. Like there was yeah. no relationship yeah. of anything. Right. So I think we're really- We're really blessed. Yeah, really blessed. We're really blessed here in terms of the medical world and how it relates to raising our children here. And, you know, from the birth, up until, you know, they're growing up. I just so. thought of this right now. Now we're talking about birth and pediatricians and gynecologists and all that for raising children or having children down here. There's actually this mm-hmm. new place. It's called Mumam. And it's gynecologists. It's prenatal yoga. It's new, uh, nutritionists for um, pregnant or post-pregnancy. Um, they have all this group. And it's all groups of women that dedicate to women's health and birthing process wow. and all of that so yeah i think no, that incredible. i mean that's really cool like, yeah. you don't really get that and it's the same price you'd go and see and it's the same amount that you would pay to go see a gynecologist yeah. or to see a pediatrician like yeah. you're not going to pay anything extra and so i think 
I think there's a lot of pros to even yeah. birth here for no, sure. Definitely. And tell you what, there's nothing like walking out of that hospital and seeing like the ocean right down the street, like <laughs> the beautiful, like palm trees and just your surroundings. It's like it automatically just, I don't know, for me, it was really comforting to have that like surrounding. Why don't we fast forward to what life is like now? Yeah. So <laughs> schools, right? Let's get into uh, schools because schools. schools are, it's a big topic when you're a parent, you know, where am I going to send my child to school? We're abroad. We don't really know how the education system works down here. Well, listen, like anywhere else, there's public schools and there's private schools. Mm-hmm. I personally would, am sending my child to a private school just because they're really economic and the I think the difference in education here between public schools and private schools is a little Yeah, there's more quite apparent. a bit of a gap. Yeah, there's a bit of a gap. Like in New York, I went to I went through the New York City public school system I did my too. whole life. And in it was Vancouver, great. Yeah. I went to Fordham University, I went to a good college, you know, it's just that's how it is in the States. I think public schools. Same with Canada. I mean, public schools are, nobody really goes to private schools. Yeah. Unless like everybody goes the rich of the rich. rich exactly. Yeah. But here definitely, um, I mean, I don't even know. I have, I haven't had the experience educational wise, but definitely in the, the areas of the schools or like the classrooms or maybe like the playgrounds and everything, there is a huge gap of difference. Yeah. I feel better of myself almost because also a lot of the private schools, they teach English or they teach a, a yeah. third language or there's like just a little bit more of, of an advancement. Yeah. No, but definitely. I mean, both are doable. I have friends that have gone to public schools um, here in Mexico and they're foreigners and they loved it yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just kind of, you got to fill, fill it out. Yeah. What works best for right. you. And I've had no interaction. I've had no knowledge of the public school system here at all, really. But, you know, my husband went to the American school here in Puerto Vallarta. I mean, I think, you know, if you're from Canada or you're from the U.S., you know what the American school is, right? They have American School of Paris. They have American School, uh, you know, they're all around the world. And this is a private school that's really, really just advanced. Um, you know, it's one of the best educations I think that you can get here in Puerto Vallarta, mm-hmm. you know, along with schools like the British American School, um, the Anglo American. Uh-huh. back there's Colegio Bucerías, Tepeyac, There's a lot Re- of Campo Verde. There's yeah. a lot of big... And you know what? Uh, the thing I love the most about a lot of these schools that we're naming here is the outdoor areas that mm. they have. Yeah, we're big on outdoor areas here. <laughs> I mean, that's so cool. Like, like I know at my kid's school, they have this huge, like, football field in between all of these different buildings of different grades of school, yeah. which, I mean, is cool. They get to go do PE outside and hang out, and there's huge palm trees. No, and, it's like, so cool. I mean, I remember in my middle school, our playground was on the roof of the building. Oh, my God. And it was, like, <laughs> gated, like, it was a, you were in, like, a cage. We were in, like, a cage. <laughs> in my middle school that was rpe so yeah to have this like incredible outdoor space is like so cool. i'm in shock right now <laughs> yeah no that's that's how i mean in in new york city public school they're not going to send you out into the streets for pe so we had you know we may do with what 
<laughs> with what we had. Yeah, for And it sure. was cool. I mean, we played kickball up there and we had so much fun. But yeah, it's definitely a different experience here than, than over Plus there. the weather's nice all year round, basically, that yeah. they get to do all these things. Like my kid did a camping trip overnight at their school in their courtyard. Yeah. So I mean, no, there's so many cool things. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. Price range. Let's hit price range. On yeah. So schooling. what I'm, I send my daughter's not um, old enough yet to go to those. You know, she Larger could, I schools. guess, go to you know the British or Anglo, but sh- we have her in a more like a guarderia, so like kind a of like Montessori a Montessori type. Yeah, thing. Montessori daycare, um, mm-hmm. and they have older grades as well. It's a great school. It's called Club Koala Care. It's super cute. I mean, <laughs> I love it. And you know, I'm paying about. A hundred, hundred and fifty dollars a month. I yeah. send her five days a week, eight a.m. to two p.m. They're all week, and I pay a hundred, hundred and fifty a month. I mean, that's like incredible. I mean, you know, and the teachers are great. All of her little friends are there. She loves the teachers, and I really love the way that they teach. You know, I think yeah. it's just that Montessori kind of style like is really personalized, yeah. more interactive. And the classes are uh-huh. really small, which is great because I know that a she lot gets of the, the schools here, needs. the smaller schools, there's a lot of great Montessoris and stuff like that. Yeah. Whether, I mean, my first Adriel's first years were in Montessori and it was like six kids in his class and they build this relationship with their teachers and their other classmates and it's amazing definitely for sure but I know and you know because your kids are a little older than Daphne you know it does get a little bit more pricey as you go into those more you know advanced private schools yeah so me that I've done both the Montessori and now that they're in a bigger school the reason why I decided to go to a bigger school was because this bigger school has kindergarten all the way to high school so I wanted them to be in a school that they really liked I really liked and that they were going to build these relationship with these friends till high school and then leave high school and still have these friendships so roughly for each child I'm paying about between I think it's 4,800 pesos, which comes to be about... It's like 250 $250. $250 each per child, so about 500 a month for both. 500 a month for both. Really good school. Really good school. I mean, they have... I mean, that's... In the States, you pay... It must be at least $1,000 a month to send your kid to a private school. But if you are used to the public school, yeah, probably even more. But yeah, if you are used to in your state, whether you're in Canada or the U.S., if you're used to a public school system, I mean, the switch over here is not going to be as drastic because you're only going to be end up paying about 200 250 a month per child. Yeah, If you go to a really... And that's a really good school too. So Yeah, I think there's lots of benefits. And I feel like... Being just an adult without kids down here, maybe you don't see those certain benefits that you get from living here. Yeah. I mean, with cheap schooling, private schooling, cheap medical care. I mean, it's great. I mean, you great. really just got it all. And now then having all a the kid, activities you can oh do here, gosh. it's like crazy. Birthday parties are definitely Birthday parties oh are definitely God. a big thing down here yeah, in Mexico. I feel, like <laughs> I feel a huge pressure every a, year. <laughs> I know. I feel like there is a birthday party. Every, every weekend. weekend. Yeah. No, and it's incredible. I love it. I love dale, it too. Dale, dale. <laughs> That's a piñata song. Um, and if you move down here, you will learn it like the back of your hand. I've only learned it like about a year ago. <laughs> Me too, actually. Me too. But now I know it by heart and I like, okay. I'm so proud of myself for the words. Yeah. And so there's great activities and yeah. most all parties are pool parties or outdoor parties. Yeah. There are these activities, um, 
on the beach or in these salons like i mean everything's outdoor and everything's so cool and everything's so inexpensive that they can do these big cool birthday parties yeah you can get a big balloon arch you can make a really beautiful display with cakes and cookies and Mm -hmm. and you know whatever little props that you buy depending on the theme of of your child's birthday party but it's something you just can't do at back home yeah you i mean no it's different it's It's very very different. different and yeah we're i think just very very blessed to have the opportunities we do here for activities for our kids you know birthday parties right there's a bunch swimming of different lessons swimming lessons your daughter goes to swimming lessons yeah actually our now we're living in a little koto a little like gated community where mm-hmm. we don't have a pool but we used to have a pool in our old one and the teacher would just come and give daphne lessons at our pool and how so much that did that cost that is 150 per month and she's in classes it comes out to about 20 dollars a class for 30 minutes yeah, which that's is pretty great. good i know there's lots of people and it's that, personalized she comes to the house i mean yeah there's a lot of thing extra things that i'm paying for i know there's like gymnastics i know there's my son goes to karate which is a thousand pesos a month which so is 50 bucks a 50 month 50 bucks a month not even um my daughter goes to ballet same thing about 50 bucks a month i know there's horseback riding i know there's oh, horseback riding yeah rock um, wall climbing tennis. tennis tennis is really big down here there's yeah. lots of tennis courts yeah and there's lots of different like yeah. um groups of kids that right. and there are a lot of like tennis. after school programs there's this place called kidu uh-huh. which is great there is this place called tickety talk which is kind of kind of reminds me of like i don't know chuck e cheese or uh-huh. something but without like the arcade games yeah it's very i mean you know your kid can fall down in this place and they can't get hurt which is so cool and there's like huge slides with balls and fun things like that so i mean daphne could spend all day in there if i let her um so there are definitely places, a lot and, that's, and it's like 210 dollars to let her go in all day yeah no there's so many activities so many outdoor indoor for yeah. sure and it's inexpensive to take i remember my I, my mom was saying to me a, a while back when i first had my son she was like i mean she had no real idea what actual activities costed down here but yeah. when living back home close outside of vancouver those things are expensive. Yeah. Like you don't take your kid every weekend to go to an arcade or yeah. to a trampoline area or like horseback yeah. riding. And no, you just don't. Like yeah. it's just way too expensive. Especially horseback riding. It's really expensive. Really expensive. <laughs> oh my God. No. And here it's not expensive. Yeah. Like it's not expensive. And she's like, you're so lucky you get to do that to your kids. Yeah. Like all these different experiences of trying out new sports yeah. and no, I mean, your childhood hobbies. is unparalleled. And right, actually next week, I'm going to take my daughter back home for about a month so she can see what a New York summer is like. Mm-hmm. Going to be a bit of a culture shock, I'm sure. <laughs> We're not going to be going to Chuck E. Cheese every day and all of that. I mean, yeah. you know, she's going to be playing in the sprinklers and the playgrounds like I used to. I'm and I think it'll be refreshing to come back down here after a month and be like, ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You got to get like the best of both worlds there. Yeah, exactly. Right, if you don't want to spend any money and you don't want to maybe take your kid to, I don't know, tickety talk or, you know, you don't want to do those extracurricular activities of taking them horseback she riding. Got everything you need in nature here. <laughs> yeah, there's the rivers, there's the beach. The beach there's, there's the mountains, there's trails. Hikes, yeah. There's so much you can do here without spending a dime. And I think that is, for me as a mom right now, that's a huge plus for me. That's like a huge pro because you don't always get that in every town. You don't get that in every city. There's not 
uh, not in every city you can be like, okay, well, what are we going to do on this Sunday? Well, let's go to the beach. Yeah. It doesn't cost me a penny. And my kids are experiencing the beach, the sand, the sun, the sun the- and they get to do that for free whenever they want. Yeah. I mean, they get to go, okay, let's go hiking. They get to learn all these new things about the jungle or whatever. Like, I yeah. mean, I think that that is a huge blessing yeah. to live in PV for no, sure. for sure. And I know a lot of people that I know in the States, right? They've moved around a lot as they've mm-hmm. grown up. Right? Yeah, and here, a lot of people that I know for out of my husband's friends group, they were all born here, raised here, and they've stayed. They haven't left. Yeah, and whereas I think a lot of towns, a lot of people move. grow up and yeah, they, they move. Buy. They're like, "Bye, I'm out of here. I want to leave." You know. I know, but a lot of people do stick around here. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying why I want to put my kids into the same. Um, so they have school. the same friends. They have yeah. the same friends until they're adults. Yeah. Which for me, I thought that was really cool. I wish I would have had that because I did move before I got into high school. So I didn't really get that. So for me, that was a big thing for my kids that I see, like you're saying, I see all these friends of my husband and they've been here since little and they're groups of people and they've known each other since kindergarten or secondary school, middle school. I think that is really cool. And that's super cool. And then to have them stay and know that you'll always have your friends super like Mm -hmm. right there with you throughout Mm -hmm. your whole life. You've got brothers and sisters for life. I mean, I think that's super cool. So what do you think the hardest experience has been raising a child abroad? I honestly think it would have been so much harder for me if she, if I raised her in New York. So honestly, like but for Raising me, her here, what do you think the hardest nothing, thing was? Nothing? Nothing. I mean, it's all just like things that happen at home, like her tantrums mm-hmm, yeah. and all that's of that. That's just raising a child anywhere That's just raising a child anywhere. <laughs> so I've had absolutely nothing happen here that I frustrated and compared it to back home maybe the playground situation i wish there were maybe some better playgrounds here like just outdoor public playgrounds yeah they stink yeah yeah that's the only thing that's the only thing i would say too that's it playgrounds public playgrounds yeah i don't think i've had any real frustrations where i've been like i wish i lived back home so my kid could have this no no contrary to that yeah i'm like thank god i live here and they're growing up here and yeah. i can give these all these things right like exactly. hobbies and things and right and plus uh, let's talk a little bit about medical care like private medical care so now you like you gave birth and that's if you had insurance or not so basically medical insurance down here i mean there's two types of medical insurance there's like the eames which is like the public medical okay. Um, we don't have insurance. I don't have insurance, which I know you tell me about all the time. Forget, <laughs> um, but I think it's good to know because I mean, yeah. you can walk into emergency at a hospital and they're gonna ask you for a down payment of fifteen thousand pesos. Okay. Now, if you have insurance, uh, private insurance, that changes. Yeah, I mean, every insurance is different on what it covers. Yeah, whatever. but what roughly for is. what I pay for my son monthly is a thousand pesos so you pay 50 bucks and he's covered basically for whatever happens he has 75 million pesos worth of coverage of medical wow. service yeah i pay about 2400 for myself okay 100 so, bucks uh-huh roughly 120 bucks but yet that gives you the security like i told you and i always tell jesse <laughs> you need to have it because yeah. you never know what's gonna happen you know they break their arm and if you don't have cash on you you gotta pay that emergency yeah. for you like okay this is how am i gonna do this yeah so i think that's and then also there is the public insurance with my parents just have the public insurance which is called eames so it's basically like these eames hospitals and i think my parents pay year round like 
14,000 pesos. Okay. And, I mean, you can treat if you got cancer, if you broke an arm, if you did whatever. And in the sun, you can treat there. Obviously, like we said, public school and private school. It's the same. Public hospital, private hospital. uh, There's a little bit of a gap. But, I mean, there definitely is the attention you do need to have there. Right. So, I think that's just cool to know down here because I know medical in the States and medical in Canada is not something that's cheap. And it's not something that everybody has accessibility to. No, and it's a nightmare, the whole insurance thing in the states at least for me it was always a hassle to to get that going yeah no so and down here, here it's simple. easy it's yeah. easy i mean you just i mean you'll probably meet somebody down here that has a friend that works in insurance and yeah. that they'll be like oh yeah i can get you set up on this plan i mean everything just kind of flows like you, everything flows here everything just flows yeah. and i think yeah raising kids here is honestly probably one of the life is just easy down here And raising Daphne for me has been relatively really easy down here. Um, you know, and that's because of the, the accessibility to medical care, the overall inexpensiveness of it all, extracurricular activities, nature, schooling. I mean, it's all just so well rounded down here when you're raising your kids. So for those of you that are looking to relocate and raise your kids abroad here, know that it is so doable you're going to be in shock with how easy your life will actually become to be honest i think it's a lot harder to raise kids anywhere else than here yeah i definitely feel the same way like i have no frustrations of raising kids here i would do it again yeah well i would recommend it yeah (laughs) recommend it right if Um, you're having a baby come to pv yeah seriously (laughs) I guess maybe before we sign off, we should talk about getting uh, citizenship. Big oh, issue. Yeah, yeah, that is a big... I, I just actually went through that. I actually Perfect. just Go did that. It. So, I mean, every citizenship for... I mean, you're American, I'm Canadian. For me, my case was I was able to grant my child being half Mexican... He already has his Mexican citizenship. He was born here, but he needed his Canadian citizenship. So he had the same rights if he wanted to ever go back to Canada. Right. So basically it costed me a hundred dollars Canadian dollars. Okay. That's the whole entire thing. It was easy. It takes about four weeks for them to ship. No, to get all the paperwork like set up, um, notarized etc about four weeks okay did you go for an in-person interview um no for the citizenship you actually have to send it to mexico city okay and then it takes about a year and eight months at the moment due to covid for you to get your um document um, official document back okay that's fine but with adriel when i did adriel's um it took only about eight months okay Good. So wait a year less and same ideal situation, four weeks, um, notarized paperwork and you pay the fee and you just talk to somebody on email and be like, hey, are all my paperwork good? Like, right. okay, is this good? Am I missing did you something? Guys get a passport? And then we just did the passport as well. Passport was $77 US and it was really easy i just went into the that one is actually in person you go take your documents and say yeah. okay it's good okay perfect they stamp everything yeah. okay i'll call you in four weeks when your right. passport is yeah. here we did the same thing happened we did with daphne last year um we did 
the citizenship and the U.S. and the passport, it's kind of all in one. Mm. It's just one one fell swoop, which was great. We just went to, there's an American embassy in Nuevo Vallarta. Mm-hmm. So we just went there. We brought all of our paperwork. Um, me and my husband both went. We brought her. She had her passport photo with her. Super cute. <laughs> and um, we they sent everything over to Mexico City. And we got her passport within six weeks. And that was it. So, I mean, it's, it's not super, complicated. It's super not easy. Um, yeah, I mean, bureaucratic stuff is always kind of a pain in the butt, but it was relatively easy compared to And I to know what that is been. a big doubt of a lot of people. They're like, what if I have my baby down here? Oh, like, God, it's going to be I only Mexican. How many family members were messaging me on Facebook Messenger when how I was are pregnant? You having your baby You're down having there. your baby down there? What? And I'm like, you guys have no idea how easy like, this they're is. They're just, they have the half blood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. They're and still mine. I can still give them my, they're still exactly. half. Exactly. I know. And the citizenship process and the passport process was so easy. And I think if that's a topic, of kind of uncertainty for you and maybe is why you're not making the move down here it's doable yeah just it's don't even let not that expensive it's yeah. not a hassle yeah. it's Put not your worries to rest it is not not a big thing at all if you're a parent and you want to know anything at all about raising kids here in Puerto Vallarta, what it's like, Chelsea and I will definitely, definitely, definitely be more than happy to answer any questions you guys may have. Comment yes, below. Um, we sure. are here to answer any questions you may have. And of course, if you're looking to buy property in Puerto Vallarta, Coldwell Banker La Costa is your spot to do it. <laughs> well, thank you guys very much for joining us. Yes, thank you. And please join us for next episode, which is more for say for real estate agents. But yeah. hope you guys enjoyed today. Great. Thank you guys for joining us on Real Estate in Paradise with Jesse and Chelsea. We know you can't get enough. Tune in next time for another episode of Real Estate in Paradise from, that's right, you guessed it, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico.